Pants in the subway beat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is that what the tuna was made out of? In the bread. The it bread. Like the, the tuna was fake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was there was a lot that came out. Yeah. Can you imagine? They just go up to what is just a yoga studio. And just say, all right. They just Take bring it out, master out the back. <laughs> <laughs> just oh, oh, like, oh you see Jared. It's I'm just, just like, It's just Jared in a windowless van. Where you going with these yoga mats? Where you going? Where you headed? Make a sandwich. It's making my fortune. Just keep going. Yo, oh, yo, you ever see? Is is an episode of Simpsons where they had this this lunch lady just grinding gym mats and then making it to like me? That's what I thought of. Like this is the most hilarious thing ever. What? Then, I haven't seen that one. No, no, no she was grinding it and then making it like meat. And then Bart takes like a drink of some milk and his bones start to snap. He's like. Wait a minute! I drink plenty of milk. He said, and he looked at it. Said, "Malk." Plenty of milk. It was M A L K. Okay. Uh. Um. Yeah. No. Don't support Jared, guys. That's uh, let's let's just start. go to Jimmy Johns. <laughs> Remember Quiznos? Is there Quiznos yes. anymore? No, I no. loved Quiznos. That was the first time I had a toasted like sandwich yeah. ever in my life, and then Subway took it. That damn Jared, man. Yeah. Just a fucking villain. I feel like Quiznos always had like better ingredients. Yeah, like, it, you know, it felt fresh. Toppings, yeah. It like, did feel tasted, fresh, yeah. yeah. My mom had got something from there, and it had like honey mustard on it. And I thought that was my introduction oh, yeah. to honey mustard. Honey mustard's good. And I was just like, mm-hmm. yeah, it was. It was just a, good, a yeah, chicken good. melt. It had honey oh, mustard yeah. on it, and mm-hmm. then I was just like, oh yeah. Uh, we don't have to go to McDonald's today, do we? <laughs> <laughs> like, we need Quiznos. <laughs> right, Quiznos. This, this new place. Oh, we in the legendary dugout. Mm-hmm. We got bills to pay. Drink mighty kind. It's the good kind. The good, very good kind. We ran out. <laughs> we ran out. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't re up. We didn't re up at all. It's because we're. Q drank them all. Yeah, Q did drink them all. <laughs> I'll take the blame. <laughs> I feel like I'm in Vegas and I'm up. Like, cause we don't record this early. Okay. So, yeah. like, if I'm in Vegas, like, and someone's just looking at me walking the strip, like, why are you out here at 9 a.m.? <laughs> like, <laughs> what long drink? You're right. Like, what are you doing? You're supposed to be passed out. <laughs> like, the city doesn't wake up until 4. Like, like, what are you doing? That's how I feel right now. Because I was like, wait, I got all my errands done, and I have to go podcast? Yeah. I'm like, huh. It's That's one o'clock. Liquor store. Right. <laughs> I'm just like, damn, it's too early for. Uh, <laughs> right, I'm judge me. I, <laughs> I felt bad. I'm like, uh, whiskey. Uh, well, let me just leave. <laughs> let me just be on time and just get to the studio. <laughs> it's like before I start drinking. I went to the gym and I ate breakfast. Had a smoothie. Hey, it's a great yo, day. It's a good great day. day. That's I why went I, to the gym today too. Actually, I want to try these vodka seltzers, but I feel like I would just. Everything would be for nothing. Because <laughs> it'll just go downhill from there. I'm like, well, let's try three of them. <laughs> like, keep it going. Okay, it's Benny. It's just Benny today. Because it's it's 2 p.m. <laughs> it's, it's 2 p.m. It's Tuesday. Have my brother Mo with me. We in the building. 
Martel Marty, Cuco Blood at the Surfer. We are the one and only polite coolery. And we have a special guest. Can I call you guys like the biscuit gods? Yeah. (laughs) I'm like the biscuit bitch. Oh, yes! Biscuit queen. Now we're talking. Now we're getting somewhere. I can't give her that nickname. No, it's a self appointed nickname. We have Mike. Anybody can say it, it's you. That's right. That's true. That's true. We have Mike and Meredith in the dugout from Honeybee. Clap it up. I like Excited to be here, definitely. Very okay, like I had to be quiet on the biscuits and gravy part because I've never had it. You never had biscuits and gravy? No, I've. Oh, I've, we gotta fix that. Yeah, it, we we'll will. I can that. see. I can understand it. Uh, yeah, I can at understand. first, I'm thinking like, all right, maybe it's a Midwestern thing. It is, yeah. Because I've only heard of it when I went to visit my my family in the South. So they're, they're big on it down there. So like Arkansas, like Mississippi, Alabama, Georgia. That's when I. I felt like it's like kind of religious almost. Mm-hmm. But then I'm like, I didn't have that in my household. Like I didn't. I've only, I think I've only had gravy once or twice in my life. Just period. Whether it's the, br- I've never had white gravy. <laughs> yeah. Never. So gravy with sausage in it. Never had. You're it. gonna have a, a religious experience. Okay, I can't, so, wait. <laughs> I can't wait. It'll be the good first biscuit and gravy to have. Okay. And I'm glad y'all are. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Pop me a cherry. There you go. <laughs> Pop me a cherry. Well, that's a better word. There you go. I try to say that without being now canceled. Now you won't want one yeah. ever again after you have ours. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I... It felt very... Uh, when I would see people talk about, like, biscuits and gravy, it felt very, like, Bob Evansy to me. Oh, yeah. And, like, like green bean casserole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, it's I not my thing. I, I I never had a see good that, one yet. That see that yeah you haven't had a good one. Yeah, yeah. so that, that I, yeah. I have I have refrained the as, canned green beans with the the can of strawed onions. <laughs> you, haven't, you haven't had like the caramelized red onions with oh, some see, fresh see that's green true. Beans. That's yeah. that's a fact. I never yeah. had it like that mm-hmm. from scratch. Makes yeah. a lot of difference, of oh, course. Yeah. And I, I've just never. I don't want to say I didn't like a. I'm like, oh, that looks disgusting. I'm like, no, nah, I just never tried it. Because I don't think I was a biscuit person either. Like, I would have it. Now, my brother loves biscuits. Like, just yeah. with jelly and jam and grape, mm-hmm. doesn't matter. He's just on that. Me, I was just like, nah, man, I'm a big egg guy. Like, egg everything. Egg everything. And French good. toast. Like that, French toast. That, French toast biscuit. We do those <laughs> yeah. two. Ooh, you that's make my, those? That's my favorite. And we with do a sandwich on, on them. So we do, really? like, our play on a McGriddle. Is a French toast biscuit with sausage, egg, and cheese, and a side of compote. That's like oh. we do the liquid from the compote, so it's like we call it internally. We call it breakfast jus, like au jus for a meat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like with juice is what that is. Yeah, yeah. Translates to. Yeah. So we call the juice from the compote our breakfast jus. Not on the menu. We just serve it with it. But you dip that in there. Yeah. Some blueberry compote. It's, yeah, it's it is good. so I, I, I good. Seen, I seen the, the pancake, the, the, the piggy in the blanket. The, yeah. The, 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 yeah. Did y'all have a special name for it? We don't have a name <laughs> yet. We're working yeah, on we we're working on a name. Out. Yeah. Is, we, that, is that gonna be a permanent menu item? As of now. Okay. Yeah. As of now, we're we got a par set at like like twelve a day. So uh-huh. they might sell out. The goal is to just not have any left yeah, and, is, and then go from there. But yeah. So we're planning on having those every day. And That's the thing is, a sausage about. link, too. Like, So with our menu, we try to do... Our mission statement is that we 
create recreate dishes from mm. childhood that reinforce positive memories for people. So that's why I brought it up. Yeah. Every time I used to go after breakfast, I went, I used to get pigs pigs in a blanket. Yeah, it was like no oh, one serves that on the menu. No, nobody. Mm. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, yeah you got to make it yourself. Well, and that and that's why when we started this, just to get into like a little bit of the background when we started this on that note. Biscuits and gravy was like my thing growing up. Like you were saying, you ordered everywhere you go. I yeah. ordered it everywhere I go. Mostly disappointed, you know, but I yeah. still loved it yeah. at the same time. So like you get to tell like, all right, this place, they use the same one. It comes from a distributor or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then you find the places like Russell's. Russell's has a biscuit and gravy. It's really good. I used to like their, yeah, they have biscuit and gravy's fire. I don't know if they serve it all the time, but theirs is good. There's this, oh man, there's places that have good, good ones out there, but... That was the whole thing is like I made this gravy when I was a little kid and it was just my favorite food. Mm -hmm. So when we started, we started with just biscuits, biscuits and gravy, made it the main core menu item. And then we were like, well, let's just play on this and keep going where everything we put out is like a play on a childhood dish that's mm -hmm. not really the main thing or like made the way you want it. Like how often do you go get a breakfast sandwich and the patty's thin and small? Yeah. It's still good. <laughs> mm -hmm. But everything we do is a quarter pound. Yeah. Mm. Even the sausage yeah. link is a quarter pound link. Yeah. Like we all we all like McGriddles, but we can all tell there, there's so <laughs> many ways to make a McGriddle better. You yeah. know, whether right. it be a better sausage or you know a better. I don't even know what is the what is the, is it called a griddle? Do we just call it the bread? What well, we it's a it? pancake. It's a pancake. Actually, we we with syrup in it, right? Yeah. 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 We end up doing research on it because we were trying to think of a name for our. French toast sandwich, mm -hmm. and we almost called it the Mickey B, but we're like, it's not a pancake, and our name has nothing to do with Mick anything. <laughs> <laughs> so, what are we doing? <laughs> so, what are we doing? So, yeah. like, the, so, did you always know that the biscuit was going to be the focal point of the menu, or it was just that moment where we was like, yo, we're just going to stick to biscuits and gravy and make it the well, focal point? Well, so, the way that sort of happened was, I had, just to give y'all a brief history, I had owned, I had started a couple businesses sold one, lost one, was worked at a venture capital firm, was sort of in a transition. And when we got into food, I'd only been in the business. I got my first job at Emo's in January of 2020. Oh, wow. and, it, and I had been off work for a year. So I was like real rusty. And I knew I just got to go in and hustle. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I went in and I interviewed with Nick Emo. So I'm like, all right, you know, that's really cool. So I'm hustling everywhere. Not to make a long story out of this, but I'd only been in for three months and I got a job at Winslow's table in between that. Mm. Three weeks after that, COVID hit. Yeah. So I had no time to train. When COVID hit, all of the actual sit-down restaurants like Winslow's, all the places like that did brunch, they just kind of closed. They yeah. kept salaried staff on to, to go and pick up. Mm. Everybody else was laid off. So I'm like, there's nowhere I can go to train under a chef. Mm. Yeah. There's no one hiring. So it's like fast food. So I'm working at Emo's 40 hours a week delivering pizza and we're like how can we get back get you back into a kitchen well there's my mom and i used to go to soulard market growing up so we could check that out but if we do this i can only do one dish <laughs> i cannot have like a whole menu and i can't be there cooking because i don't have i literally don't know how yeah. and i'm not going to do it myself and do this whole like get people sick or make a mistake or something like that right. so so we built out this whole catering platform where 
we get a commissary, we cook off site, we travel the food. <clears throat> One thing we did was like just figure out how to really take good care of the food and traveling it and catering it. Yeah. And uh, yes, yeah, so that's kind of why the biscuit became the main thing because she she says to me, she goes, "What's your best thing you cook?" And I was like, "Well, omelets, soft scrambled eggs, pancakes, or gravy." But I've never made a biscuit. And we can't buy pre-made biscuits. <laughs> no, you know? Absolutely not. If we're going to do it, it's scratch-made all the yeah. way. Mm. And so she came up with a biscuit recipe to pair with my gravy, where it was a little different than most biscuits. It's more cakey on the inside. It's taller. Yeah, it's kind of crisp on the outside. Caramelized with the honey mm. glaze. and then So then we can get those cool pours. You pour it on it. Mm. Falls down the yeah. sides of it. I would be looking like donuts <clears throat> sometimes. Yeah, yeah, mm. like yeah. Side donut type donuts. like yeah. Yeah, yeah I can see it. I can see it. It's very unique biscuit. Yeah, um, and, yeah. And uh, and so yeah, that's kind of how that came out. It's like we just didn't have the knowledge base to do a lot of food. We didn't have the money. We didn't have the equipment. We started this business on like seventeen hundred and fifty bucks that I had earned working at Emos on, on yeah, tips. Yeah, all his tip money. It was my tip money. That was <laughs> yeah. our initial budget. Was tip money. We'd go. We'd get to. There's a commissary kitchen <clears throat> in Fenton, so we'd get there like two in the morning. Yeah. And you had just finished working at Emos, so he got home at like eleven mm-hmm. the night Pack before. Pack up the car, go straight to the so commissary. So yeah, we go to the commissary. I'd bake the biscuits. He'd make the gravy, and then we'd put it in all of our hot holding stuff and rush to the Kirkwood Farmers Market. Yeah. And then we would sell the market from 8 to 1 every Saturday and Sunday, starting in June of 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And pass out on the couch afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then eat a biscuit and <clears throat> go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. That's, I'm going to do that in the morning. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's the best app. It's the best. Eat it. Take a nap. You'll feel like a million bucks. I just like how you, you kind of both... It was important to you, so I think that was like kind of like the driving force for it. Like, yeah. Versus, I don't know you, you did kind of have your back against the wall, and that's part of it as well. Like a huge part of it, like, oh, what am I going to do? Yeah. What are we going to do together? But then to have you like, all right, have marriages like, hey, what are you good at? And like, because it's all about specifics. It is. Yeah. Like once you once you like, <clears throat> it's, it's, bit, it's bigger than saying like, I just want to cook. Right. All right. What do you want to cook? How? Where? You know, like what what's yeah. needed, and I think I like that dynamic that you brought. Kind of like, all right, let me be like the brainchild kind of. <laughs> you just like you're the machine, and it is like boom. And get them focused works. on something. Yeah. <laughs> well, and we we came up with our name one day. We're sitting on the couch, so we were like making biscuits and gravy for everybody. Anyone like, that would eat it. Yeah. <laughs> her mom on her birthday. One of the telling signs. Her mom oh, is, yeah. works out everyday hours. Yeah, she's, she's very fit. Very fit. Does not ever finish her does food. Does not like gluten. She can't, yeah, doesn't <laughs> like gluten. She came over and just completely demolished a biscuit. Yeah, she smashed I was like, like, we got something oh here. God. We got something <laughs> here. Yeah. That's a sign. That's a sign. Right? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was okay. a sign This got to sure. be good. Well, and then we're sitting on the couch trying to come up with a name. We met on Bumble. We got a bunch of bee gifts when we first, you know, when we first got married. That was like the theme was bees and all this stuff. And, yeah. And then, uh, you know, I had... So I had, I had, I'm like, started, I always knew I was going to work for myself, right? So I started a bunch mm. of different companies throughout my life. Insurance, a wound care, drop ship company, like, um, did some landscaping when I was younger. Mm-hmm. So, so we're sitting there thinking, well, how are we going to come up with a name for this? Yeah. And where are we going to sell? And we're sitting on the couch and she's like, well, your thing right now is be yourself and kind of just stop mm. trying to wear a suit every day and stop trying to start like, like instead of thinking of this as, as 
starting a business, let's start a new career yeah. and and just focus on the food and make it really important. And at the same time, in the background, we're ha- coming up with these like infinite wealth strategies and things like that. And um, and so we're sitting on the couch, and she's like, "Honey, you love honey. You've always glazed your biscuits with honey. Eat them with honey. Be yourself." She's like, "What about honeybees?" And I was like, "That's perfect." Yeah. So, yeah. I love I, I love that that <laughs> the whole like <clears throat> again it's, the meat no, bu- no bubble part is 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 crazy mm-hmm. like, it's crazy <laughs> no. yeah it really are y'all, works. Are y'all from St Louis or are you from the city? I'm like, from right? St Louis. He's from Belleville. Yeah, I grew up okay. on the west end of Belleville. She's from St Louis. She could live grew up in Kirkwood her whole yeah. life. So. Okay. Yeah, that, that that's insane. I just like how that all just came together. And yeah. Did, yeah, we met, and then she made our logo and everything, like yeah. right on. I don't know, like just on yeah a on website or something. Computer. Just went on and like built the logo and yeah. Yeah, it was real simple. because <laughs> 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 it's, I like the whole like you got you have like a a saying behind it. Like, most people don't have like a saying behind like the name is like be yourself. Yeah, like did did you always. Like, where, where did you get, like, that drive to just, like, work for yourself that you knew? Was that instilled from, like, your family? Or? Yeah, my family. That came from my mom big time. I was telling you earlier, we were driving around in the Prius, <laughs> the Kilo V, <laughs> and the whole nine, the 95.5. And, um, and so my dad was, like, a big real estate mogul over in Belleville, on a Belleville level. You know, mm-hmm. he owned, like, 75, 80 rental units couple car lots body shops you know Mm. stuff like that um and he passed away when i was six years old so i spent my whole like early childhood pretty much with him i was like his little mini me and he was so excited he had four girls and then me so i have four other sisters so he was definitely in there (laughs) yeah he's like dragging me everywhere like dude you and me like i need some guy time (laughs) so i'm going to like swap meets and stuff and and you know like getting exposed to all different kinds of people and in places and the rental properties the car lots and um you know things like that so so i think for me just seeing him hustle and then the way my mom my mom is a hustler man Mm -hmm. like she's been in real estate her whole life always worked for herself um you know growing up for us like we almost lost our house a bunch of times we were we were People don't really know this where I'm from in Belleville because I, I grew up in like a really nice neighborhood and we grew up in Oak Hill. My dad built our house with his bare hands, but it was like leveraged to the hills after he passed away. They they, they had just taken out a huge loan okay. on properties. My sister was like growing up. There's so, so I don't want to get on a huge tangent here, but basically it comes from that seeing my family background and, and watching my mom struggle mm. and keep our house. And uh, yeah, I mean, that was, yeah, that's she taught me everything I know about business and food. Yeah, because it, your parents are taking a lot of risk. Like, because mm-hmm. it's, it's not guaranteed. Because that's the one thing about hustling, it's like, it's not guaranteed. But once it's clicking, it's clicking. Yeah. And everything. Well, in those real estate deals, down. man, if yeah. they fall through, it's like, I mean, we, we didn't travel. We didn't go on vacation. Our sewer bill would be like four grand all the time, just a running yeah, sewer yeah. tab. It sounds rich. Like it, it sounds yeah. rich, but it was yeah. yeah, it was it was rough. And we, but the thing was for me is like growing up over there. So you know, Belleville is like a really mixed area. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different type of people, and so. I think that helped me a lot too, just with like getting into food and and seeing different restaurants and having mm-hmm. friends from different backgrounds and 
like seeing their struggle and knowing, okay, it could be way worse. Like I could not be surrounded by love and have a a family Mm. that's really close. I could be, you know, like involved in crime or like I could live somewhere. Like if we lost this house, who knows where we'd end up. So, Mm. so I see my mom put everything into that and, you know, she did that on her own. So what did, what did they think when you guys like brought the idea of like making it like an official business with food? Like, I feel like everybody loved it. Yeah, because well, everybody had tried it at that point. Yeah, everyone you know. tried. I know my mom's like a suit and tie type person, you know, like mm-hmm. she really, I know she always wanted me to get into like sales. But when I was younger, she really pushed me into food big time. Like she, we'd sit and cook and we'd go to the market and buy stuff. And so I think she was pretty excited. Yeah. I don't think I don't think our family got like nervous about what we were doing until the restaurant. Well, it was it was also COVID too, you know. Yeah. So it, uh, it, at the time, it was kind of like different. Like, like we're just trying this yeah. out. Yeah. You know, no one see really. What's gonna happen. It was low pressure, and yeah. and we also on that we got pretty lucky. Just. <laughs> In a way, because, like, no one could go to restaurants, so the market was there, and it was cheap to rent space, and so... People would come to the market to shop. We have one. We just have one. We So the brick and mortar in Kirkwood. Kirkwood. Okay, okay. I I remember riding by, and I was like, y'all follow them on Instagram. (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't been there yet, and I was like, because... I want to say I, I I ran across it uh, before you guys uh, had the brick and mortar. It's like I I just I just love food. And I just, yeah. Any, yeah. Anytime a page pop up or I see one of my uh, a foodie I follow, you know, bring up something, it's like all right, to do list. Oh yeah, put it on the list. Yeah. We do that. We do the same thing. Yeah. There's so many places we love going mm-hmm. to. Like, how long did it take you guys to land <clears> like the <throat> recipe, Barry? The biscuit About three recipe. Months, two. Well, I changed it. I changed the recipe a little bit. It's basically, yeah. it's pretty much the same well, the, as when we the first initial started. The initial one, yeah. Yeah, the initial one I changed probably three months, yeah, probably three months in. And then we recently changed, like, how we actually mix all the ingredients together and roll mm. out the dough. Yeah, last year we changed our, our systems. Yeah, it's a lot more efficient the way we do it now. It used to take, so, like, on, for example, Christmas Eve morning, oh, my God, yeah. I... 750? I think so. We So we did biscuit box pickup. So it was like a Christmas. You could come Cri- get it. Christmas week, we sold like 3,500 biscuits. Yes. And, and she I, made most, most of right. them. A lot of flour and a lot of butter. And out of 1,500 square feet, too. It was yeah, I made most of them amazing. that morning. So we did, some were take and bake. So like I could make those earlier in the week. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah. all the ones that were baked, <clears throat> I wanted them to be fresh for people. Mm-hmm. So I made them all. <laughs> was that a Sunday? I think Sunday it was. Sunday morning, yeah. Sunday morning. I think I started. It was at crazy 3 watching it. I mean, she was just like. I don't I've know. I've never I seen anything so like fast. it. <laughs> I feel like you can build a small house before. <laughs> yeah. Like a tiny home. Yeah. So that so morning was... I made 750. <clears throat> like rolled them out, baked them. 11 batches. 12 or 11? 12. 12. I think it was 12, 12 batches because I had to make some for service half. too. So. Yeah, yeah batches is 60. Yeah, one batch gets a 60. It's about 20. Her pace, you probably do 15 minutes, 18 minutes a batch. That day, I was yeah. I was <laughs> flying. The most, like, she was LeBron in game six that day. I, I was. <laughs> she, gets the yeah. she was locked in. It was a Super Bowl, man. I had to get him out. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was wild. It was impressive. It was I was like, oh, my God. When, when, you, when you were finished, what did you think? You were just like. 
I was so proud of myself. Yeah, man, <laughs> I told everyone. I, said, All right, I, was like, I just, I just you. made, yeah. <laughs> just so everybody knows. <laughs> What'd you do today? Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's, that's, right. all, that's all you did? Let yeah. me tell you about a, we just called it the 750 game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, if you get your own signature you shoe. this, you get to join the club. Yeah. Matter of fact, man, if, when you sign the door, just sign it 750. I will. Just, yeah. Just sign it <laughs> <laughs> I, I was so proud. But our recipe's fun because you can, you can, so now we make so many different things with it. So yeah. like, Right now, we've got jalapeno cheddar biscuit and then a heart-shaped strawberry biscuit. So it's all like the same base recipe, and then I can add all different kinds of stuff Sometimes you change it. the buttermilk. Yeah. And so like I've done an orange biscuit, garlic cheddar chive biscuit. So there's a lot of different like variations. Yeah, we counted all up the one same time. Base. I think, didn't we have like six, 68 different varieties we made or 70 different? I don't know different. Was that many, was it? It's a, yeah, it's a lot. Back, I mean, thinking yeah. back, well, because back, like, for the last three years, like, we used to do different specials every week. Mm-hmm. And so when yeah. we first opened the brick and mortar, we were damn killing ourselves trying to come up with a different special every week, changing it constantly, and now we do monthly. Yeah. Now we do monthly. So, like, the the pacing was just, like, too much to try to... Yeah, yeah. Every and week. then people would see it too on Instagram and come in, and the next week wanting what, and, and it's not like, oh shoot, yeah. we had that last week. There's yeah. a lot of lag time, you know, in in food and inventory because especially with a bakery, like we use a lot of local ingredients, but you're not going to get everything local when you're doing baked goods. You know, like jalapenos, mm. we're not necessarily going to get those yeah. locally and stuff like that. So you'll freeze it, and then if you order a case of jalapenos. Now you got sitting on jalapenos. We'd be sitting on <laughs> random frozen ingredients that we didn't have anything to do with. So we're like, if we give ourselves more time, we can purge yeah. this, mm-hmm. reset, start over. Let and the customers come in and try it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. month, month is long yeah. enough. Yeah. Month yeah. is long yeah, enough for fair. sure. And short enough. I mean, yeah. It keeps things interesting. You it's know? quick, too. Month is quick. Yeah. We've talked about going quarterly on specials, but if we did, we'd have like three three more you know yeah but it is fun it is fun to make new ones though yeah i love that <laughs> like what, what was the first like fusion i guess i'd say blueberry that, that was the first blueberry. one we tried yeah and the yeah. way i made them was so hilarious slow. It was so <laughs> funny see no i i like the blueberry biscuits from hardy's so I, oh, oh yeah. i've never actually had the hardy's blueberry Oh, Hardy's yeah, biscuits no, are it awesome. Like a, it was yeah. like a raisin. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Glaze, yeah, 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 the raisin glaze. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay, okay. Hardy's, Hardy's, Hardy, dude. Hardy's biscuits are great, and and they're all based on they're all based on who the biscuit maker is there. Yeah, mm. yeah. and they yeah, do they like competitions, competitions yeah. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't taste the same. Yeah, they're not all coming yep. from the same place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They do make them fresh. Yeah. I love Hardy's. I can't mention nobody else's biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a blasphemy. <laughs> I don't know why I just thought it was like, you ever like, you've seen Spongebob, right? Mm-hmm. So like, you had like, the Krusty Krab and then the Chum Bucket like across from each other. Yeah. Like, what if y'all had had a rival and that rival was like croissants and you hated it, you hated those motherfuckers? Like, yeah, I, I would love them though. Cause like literally like, if there was, if there was any other like biscuit fo- focused places close to us, I'd be there eating their food. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we love, and we also, we pay attention to, you know, we pay some art. So like for us, it's exciting when we inspire other places to start selling biscuits and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we, and we see the trends, like, I'm not calling anybody out, but, like, I've seen some places around here, their biscuits are square now. 
And they used to be circles. He's not lying. Uh, <laughs> He's not lying. You know, we feel like we feel like that was a hey, bit of a yeah. Influence and we, but we don't. Hey, we love that. I yeah. love seeing. I think it's cool. I think it's really cool. That's because it's. I don't just eat chicken at one spot. Right. I, yeah. I go. I go to yeah, fifteen I'm not gonna places. Be on them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. you know, like so. If there's fifty biscuits. I want all of them. Like, and I, and well, yeah, and, and another thing, like my mom always taught me that the world is abundant. So like mm. we can all do our thing and and so yeah so I don't hate on that I actually I wish there was more because I'll come I don't always want mine you know I, mean, I want to I go eat other biscuits and gravy but I really don't go do that as much anymore that's what I noticed <clears> in, uh, like sucks. I would watch uh, like a uh, Munchies channel on YouTube and they have like this uh, series I think it's called Chef's Night Out and they just go to different places in that city but mm-hmm. it, well, all their friends are chefs of different oh, restaurants that, that's awesome so they're, they're, yeah. they're all in it they're not in competition with each other. It's yeah. just like, and they were just complimenting each other's food back yeah. and forth. That's and then, how it should be. And then yeah. they get wasted together. Well, <laughs> and see, and I even think like if you if you do like copy like whatever, just like shout people out, mm. you know, give give, give them their yeah. yeah yeah, give them Nothing their credit. Being it's like no, yeah, we tried square biscuit. This is our spin on it. We got it from Mike and Mary. Yeah, at Honeybee. There's a there's actually there's an influencer on here is STL Foodies Ashley. Uh-huh. She, yep. she she yep. does yep. Chef's Night Out. Mm-hmm. I'm, we've been watching that lately. Okay. They take oh, chefs. Yeah, they right. just did uh, Clover and the Bee. I don't know. They went to a, 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 a I can't remember the name, but it's like I want to go there now because mm-hmm. it's just like a regular bar. It's not anything crazy, but they had good food. Yeah, I think I've Biggies? seen her. She went to three sixty. That's the latest I've seen. Biggies her. is a bar. Big, I do know uh, their Biggies. food looks good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, is it like an Italian? Mm. I can't remember. It's been a while for me. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm familiar who you talk about. Yeah. Well, because if yeah. another chef likes somewhere, chances are yeah. they got good taste. Yeah. It's probably gonna be good. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's like I need to be there. <laughs> when when did it walk us through the decision of like going from because you started out as a food truck, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we first well, started at market farmer, stall, yeah, yeah. Farmers, Far, market farmer's market. Stand. <clears throat> and then the food truck. Then, all right, so how'd you go from the, the stand to the food truck? So the stand one thing about the stand was you had to travel everything. So mm. is the food truck is the same thing, but like at least I can load it up the night before yeah. and have it all set up and ready to go. Mm-hmm. So that, that was kind of part of it. Like we did the market stand for one month. We were getting ready to pull the trigger on hiring somebody, started building a budget around it. And then we're thinking, well, if we are going to scale this, the market stops in at the time it was September. Now they do yeah. the fall. Mm-hmm. And so so we're thinking if we're going to scale this and really play into that. I like to talk all the time about our infinite wealth strategy because that's like the main thing that we implore as far as a business strategy. Mm-hmm. Well, we can't do that if we're just a market stall. So yeah. mm-hmm. we bought the food trailer like, I don't know, a month in. I think we picked it up on my birthday, which is July 14th. Yeah, like something like that. Yeah. And we just did it quietly in the background and then launched that January of 21. So we launched that six months later and we intentionally launched it in the winter time because we wanted people to know that you can get food from a food truck in the winter because yeah. nobody was doing food truck events in the winter back then. So 21, we're like, Hey, let's just launch in the winter. We did it. We did. Freezing. I got to show you all a picture. We did a launch at the market. It was so cold. And our line went from Taylor Avenue on in Kirkwood all the way to Kirkwood road. The entire length of the market. Our it was line, cool. We Crazy. sold like 650 biscuits that day. Uh, yeah. I mean, it was absolutely insane. 
It was insane. It and was then crazy. The next weekend, we did a second pop up in Glendale. No, and we, in uh, Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. We did Shrewsbury, and it was snowing like hard. So we did a drive through. And we had yeah, a line we, of cars <laughs> circling the park and then all the way down the street. And we're like, they this must be the first food truck drive through ever. No, like, <laughs> yeah, I've never heard of it. It was fun. So, so we, <laughs> like our generator wouldn't start because it was so cold. Yeah, everything our lines went wrong. froze. Yeah. And like, oh man, we have all these people waiting. Yeah. <laughs> but all that shows me is that the, the, the product, the, the people that are speaking for you and they're swearing by it, to, to come out in the cold. I know, and it, it was, was it was only. I still can't believe it. It was only our first year too. We we yeah we literally like I said you know at the same time you got to be real like nothing else to do like COVID yeah, yeah, yeah. early I mean, COVID. But y'all struck while the iron was hot. It's not deep. It's not y'all fault. No, for sure, not <laughs> yeah. our fault. Yeah, a little bit of luck. Yeah, it was a good well, and no one else in St. Louis was doing it. You know, at yeah. the time there's there's no biscuit restaurants at all, mm-hmm. and uh, no biscuit food trucks really. Um, there, there's like. Some that serve biscuits, it's not their focus. So, right. Um, yeah. So, we, I mean, it was kind of the perfect storm. Because, mm. so at that point, when you're seeing, like, all right, at that time, that's like the most, like, all right, now you, you feel, at that point, do you feel like you have, like, oh, we got something? Yeah. Good now. Like we I honestly we felt like that day one at the yeah, market. There was and just something special. <clears throat> something felt special. People um, were loving it. Yeah, you know the th- and, and the thing too is like with that like our queuing theory the way we set everything up is we take an order we fill the order and the whole time that I'm filling the order Meredith is talking to the customer and she's mm-hmm. explaining to them why we do it this way how we do things so that our FaceTime so the like if you think about like your customer acquisition costs and and food is extremely high because how easy is it to get in front of your customers and watch them eat your food and mm-hmm. then talk to everybody else in line be like this is so good you got to try this yeah. love it etc and then watch you put it on the plate right there yeah so <clears throat> so the whole setup and everything was just designed around like giving people that insane customer experience and that FaceTime with us every week mm-hmm. and every time they come up to order even though they know well, I got to wait in this line. It's like 20, 30, 45 minute line. But as soon as I get to the front, I'm instantly rewarded with hot food mm, and I walk away right. happy. So, so for us, it was like, we wanted that queuing theory of like people in line, having fun talking to each other, but we also wanted that like immediate reward. So like, as soon as they spend money, they're immediately getting the reward for spending the money. Mm. They don't have to wait another time to get it. So that's like paid dividends all the way through now. Where people see a line at our restaurant and they're like, oh, it's no big deal. We'll just hop in because we know it's going to be fast. Yeah. Mm. I like how you guys, like, pull on the strings if there's any type of, like, like, an, like any inkling of, like, I think this might work. You just pull it. Like, all right. Yeah. Pull it. Like, it. you pull the trigger. I love I love creative people like <laughs> yeah. that. Like, because sometimes you got some people that just get hesitant. Yeah. And they they yeah. overthink you it. And instead, you guys just, like, do it. Yeah. And that... That, well, you know, amazing. they say, like, the real entrepreneur is a doer, not a dreamer. Mm. And mm. that's because, like, you can dream up all kinds of stuff, but if you just get out there and just do one of them and really put your best foot forward, you know, magic happened. Now, when when did the, the... I'm pretty sure you always had the idea of the brick and mortar at that point, especially yeah. after those two showings. Once we did the food truck launch in Kirkwood, so we started the market in Kirkwood. Once mm-hmm. we did the food truck, and that was an accident too, because we really tried Soulard, but they didn't have space. And then we tried mm-hmm. Tower Grove, and they didn't have space. And so, 
when we did the that all that there and it went so well, we're like, we gotta do a brick and mortar in Kirkwood. It just like makes yeah. sense. And what happened with that is I think it was twenty one actually. It was March it of twenty one. And yeah. and she Meredith was renting at the time some office space, just doing some side stuff and so I go to her landlord, who I knew owned a bunch of properties in Kirkwood, mm-hmm. and he meets me across the street at what's now a, a cell phone repair shop and Backbone Barber barber mm-hmm. shop. Um, and so I'm in there talking to him. He's like, you could do this here, you know, et cetera. It's a really good corner. I'm like, man, this is too much. I can't afford I can't afford to flip. Yeah, I need a like restaurant. Yeah, it's like empty space. Yeah. Um, there, yeah. So everything. 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 Yeah. It would have been in special use, you know, all mm. that. I'm like, I can't, I can't, I cannot afford to do that. I need something ready now. Mm-hmm. And I point across the street and I was like, but that white brick building across there, obviously there's a restaurant there, but like that is what I'm looking for. That corner, mm. the black wrought iron, the white building, it's, that is honeybees. Mm. And he just laughs and he's like, all right, no big deal, whatever calls me three months later he's like hey you remember that building you were talking about <laughs> i do own that building by the way <laughs> <laughs> and he says yeah the tent i don't want to spill air too much dirty laundry but there's issues some going on mm-hmm. renewals coming up in november long story short tenant called his bluff and mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. and between the between the two of them they didn't agree on a lease renewal so i get a phone call and he's like you put your deposit down today, you got the lease starts January 1st. Mm. Well, I show up, shake his hand, give him the money, and he says, here's the catch, though. I'm selling this building in two years. So anyone's going to buy it. So good luck. And it's yours if you want it. Here's the price tag. Yeah. I said, all right, we'll do that. I'll buy it. So we shake hands. And I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like, yeah, oh, we'll just no. buy it. And it's like, we have literally nothing. I mean, we have no money. <laughs> we have no money. But I respect the energy. Yeah. I love the energy of it, though. a lot of confidence. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> That's amazing. That, oh. But, you know, but like, we'll be able to. If you're, so if you're going to use, like, the type of technique and strategy that we're using to build this, you have to own your real estate. And, mm. and we needed something that, like, solidified us there forever and we knew we could control the budget because leases now are like five six percent rate increases i mean it's getting yeah. it's getting crazy market caps people now are looking probably higher than like eight percent what they used to and so so i'm thinking all right we'll do this we'll just figure it out mm-hmm. so we literally <laughs> spent the last so we closed on the building two weeks ago yeah we bought it we did buy it we spent the last two years like beating the pavement. Like I, mm. we would do catering. We did catering gig last year for Kirkwood, um, Kirkwood School District. Shout out Kirkwood School mm-hmm. District. Thank you. You guys have no clue what you've done for us. <laughs> yeah. No clue. We got to do it what four times? Four times, five hundred sandwiches every time. And I'd go in at midnight, do all of myself, take it. She'd come in at seven yeah. and serve it. So mm. we would do like, like if you guys, if y'all have seen me, anybody who's listening at events. Pop-ups, Tower Grove, probably by myself. Um, we, like, skimped on everything. Like, not ingredients, but, like, if we didn't need to buy something, we didn't buy it. If we could sell it, we sold it. If we could get rid of it, we got rid of it. Any debt. And, I mean, we just lived on, like, pennies for the last two years. And, mm. uh, and yeah, we figured it out. Figured <laughs> that, that's the part that don't get seen is yeah. that, that the sacrifice you got to make to, to yeah. grow the brand and just, like, all right, we really all in right now mm-hmm. and it's like hey if i gotta eat pbj it's what it is it's what like it is, it's yeah. just like, yeah because it's i mean he was selling it and if somebody else bought it we probably wouldn't have been the tenant 
you know? Yeah. Because it's, they would have probably had their own thing that they wanted, or the rent would go crazy. Oh, there was, there was, as a matter of fact, I know for sure there was like six or seven big restaurant groups that were constantly hitting his line, wanting to buy it. So the pressure was immediate. It was really pressure. The pressure was. How how did you feel like day to day? Man, it it was three, two or three of the places are places I go eat all the time. So I'm thinking, like, (laughs) man, I go get your sandwich right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to hit your balance sheet a little bit. (laughs) You're going to get this money right now. That that pressure, you just got to feel different because it's like, your li- your lives are attached to that. Yeah, yeah there were a couple of times, quite a few times, really. I mean, I was pretty scared. Yeah, because it you know we'd put a lot. Well, and our build out ended up being more than we thought it was going to be because we were supposed mm. to inherit some equipment, mm. and then there was because that was quite a big build, part. Our build out story is also pretty wild. Like, yeah, there we, was nothing in there. So we <laughs> took o- we took over the lease. We took over the lease. It was all announced. You know, there's always drama. Somebody felt like they were getting pushed out. And, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I can't really speak on it because I don't know. I'm hearing secondhand stuff, you know, right. whatever. Yeah, yeah. So we try to stay away from it and just focus on us. But I'm also expecting to walk into, like, some kitchen equipment and things like yeah. that. and Sabotage. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, and I'm, I, I don't know because he mm. might, they might have owned all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But the landlord was like, I don't know, but I think you're going to have a kitchen when you walk in. Mm. When I say there was nothing, they unscrewed everything from the walls. Nothing. Yeah, there was like, nothing. It was nothing. No. Sounds, that sounds yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds Maybe. Maybe. Maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Well, you know, and they wouldn't let us you also in until it. the lease started. Yeah. So we oh, all the windows were boarded up. We couldn't see nothing, and oh, yeah. and they refused entry, and they closed, and yeah, and so so like we couldn't do like our architecture mm-hmm. drawing, which you have to have for the city permits couldn't and for the early. health department. Mm-hmm. We could like if so we could have gotten that bad. done, but they yeah. wouldn't let us in until January. 1. And we were out of town until January seventh. So our first day in the buildings, like January eighth, we got this whole lease. We didn't even walk in the building. Like, oh no! So we walk in the building immediately. <laughs> I'm like, all right. Our budget just went up by like fifty, sixty thousand dollars, <laughs> and we made our first equipment purchase in like late January, early February. Yeah, we had a whole build out planned and whole idea. In March, our contractor like had disappeared, and we ended up cutting him off and moving to somebody else. We got so busy that year at the markets. Yeah, we were still running the food trucks. Yeah, we were still running the food trucks this whole time. We got so busy at the markets that we literally outgrew our initial build-out before we even moved in the restaurant. We're like, we couldn't Mm. even sustain what we're doing now with the initial build-out. So we had to do a—we had to go into phase two without having the money to go into phase two. And then we're thinking, now we're never buying this. We're never going to buy this, so we're going to put everything on wheels, and everything's mobile, and we're just going to— do our best, and then in two years, we're out the door and moving on. <laughs> or hoping the landlord comes in and, you know, the next yeah. guy gives us whatever. And all the while, I'm telling our guy, yeah, we're good to go. It's all fine. You know, no big deal. We got the money. <laughs> got yeah, we you. got it. We're approved. <laughs> we're not approved. <laughs> so we were, so, we were going to bake the biscuits off-site and ship them in and just have our food truck crew keep doing their thing and mm-hmm. have a new staff at the restaurant. And the restaurant was just going to be me in the kitchen her at the front counter and a couple part-timers just, and it was just going to be like really tight, big open seating, mm-hmm. all dine-in, sit-down, plated food, and, uh, and all that changed. And then we just, we ended up deciding at the time, we're like, okay, we are 
we're not fast casual. Mm-hmm. We're not quick service premium. Our ticket times are about 30 seconds to two and a half minutes. We are using scratch-made food. Everything's premium ingredients. So we kind of coined the phrase fast premium. And we just decided, like, that's what we're going to be. So we ended up getting open October 8th of 22 or whatever it was. I don't yeah, know now. But so we had, we had a, so year, 10 a year and two months to generate what we needed to buy this building. And to, like, mm. prove to the bank, too, that we were sustainable and that, like, our monthlies made sense. Because even if you have the down payment, they especially if you're a mm. restaurant, they're really hard on restaurants. Yeah. They won't necessarily, yeah. like, you could have the down payment, but if mm. your revenue <clears throat> doesn't match, it doesn't matter. And we launched, gonna... we launched with enough people to do, like, seven days a week, eight, ten hours a day of service, and... We were so busy on our launch days, we were selling like 850 biscuits every day. So we were open mm-hmm. initially just Saturday, maybe just Saturday or Saturday and Sunday. It was Saturday and, and Sunday. people are like, why aren't you open more? We're making the amount of biscuits we're used to making a whole week for, you know, for two days. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And so so it, it was really hard to expand the menu. It was really hard to add to the menu. And it was also, it's not a short order kit. This is a cafeteria kitchen at the moment. Mm-hmm. We got a six burner range, two combination ovens in the back line. We don't have a flat top. We don't have a fryer. And I got a stock pop range. So, like, <laughs> it's, it's a cafeteria kitchen. Like, it's a catering kitchen through and through. So... Mm-hmm. That's what we kind of leaned into also. Was like we did a bunch of catering where I could do it by myself, and it's just the cost of the food and 100% profit, you know, aside from that. Mm. So. Uh, is, um, is new equipment like the next step, or are you just okay with this, what you got just now? We actually just placed an order for a 48. Well, it. We're getting a 48-inch flat top and a and a fryer. Okay. Because you guys don't can't wait. His oh, fried yeah. chicken. Yeah, my- Thank you, Jesus. No, wait a minute. You took the words out of my mouth, man. I was like, all right, Mike. It's so good. Listen, so, I own and I only use chicken it's thighs. It's so good. Most people are meat. Thank you. Thank you. We have chicken breast. No, right. no lactic acid. Yeah, yes. I was about to ask you. I'm like, yo, so. So Spicy now, chicken on biscuits. Like, oh, how yeah. do we get this going? It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's I, coming. I'm I'm a sweet and sweet heat guy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I, yeah. I, so that's why I you bring up chorizo. Heat. Like, yeah. I'm like, yo, I need that <laughs> with oh, the yeah. honey on top. Yeah. So with with chicken, that's just I was about to ask. Is that the natural way to go? The next step for like the menu? Be, yeah. Fried chicken. Um. Oh yeah. Fried chicken. <gasps> Our pancakes are killer. Our pancakes are really yeah, good. Yeah, they are really I good. I do. I make. I make my own batter, and so like I. I feel like I make pancakes the right way. You leave the clumps in the batter. Yep. Cook it till mm. it pops. Yep. You can lift flip my it once. flip it yes. once. You can lift my pancakes up and they sit flat and they crunch when you bite them. They're so good. They're really good. Yeah, they are so good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, so we got a bunch of stuff coming. We got a bunch of stuff coming. We're so gonna be are, doing. Are, y'all, are you are you in the making? So or thought about your own version of McGriddle? We have it's not that. already a thing. Yeah, we have one. Oh, we, okay. So we okay. have a French toast biscuit. Okay. And ours instead of being pancakes, a French toast. Okay. And then our French toast is really custardy. Um, we mm. bake it instead of flying on the frap yeah, top. Yeah, it's, it's a biscuit. And we, but we mm. dredge it for like thirty minutes. We don't just like dip it in the in the oh, dredge. So it's a, 
And our dredge it's something. is it's our dredge is more of life. like a bread pudding base than it is it's like an egg. egg base. Oh, okay. So it it's yeah, so it's. Good. I don't eat eggs like that. That's why I don't eat French toast from a lot of places. Yeah, you'll like ours. Egg. You'll right, like right. ours. You don't it's see any like egg on ours. We because we because yes. the way we cook it, the egg the egg like chars off, and yeah. we cut it off the bottom, and and then okay. So it's just like maple caramelization on it's the outside. It's so good. I can, I can it's my that. favorite thing. My stomach can handle that. Yeah, <laughs> you like it. You like it. Digest it. And then we oh, yeah. so now we do like a classic breakfast. So we're doing. We're doing some cooked order items, and we're well, just, we have a little. Yeah, we do we have a little, little like eighteen inch flat, flat top. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Yeah, yeah. So Made pancakes can get a little bit backed up every now and then, but yeah. But other than that, yeah, we do fried eggs now. We do a classic breakfast. We do the McGriddle or the the Frenchie B is what we call it. Frenchie mm. B. The Frenchie B. Okay. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it's yeah. popular. It's good. Okay. It's real. It's good. my favorite. Now, is excuse my ignorance, but is it better? To have it open the way you have it open now, because I, before COVID, you're used to the seven day a week thing, and you guys are five or? five days. Yeah. So is is that something you just want to keep that that model is just five days a week? We're gonna be adding Tuesdays very soon. Okay. And we'll do six days. I my thing on that is if you come into our kitchen, it's like, like literally, I could eat off the floor. Our kitchen is mm. spotless. Mm. Um. Our every square inch of it we deep clean, so like we need a day. Like a lot of the times, I'm up there on Monday, like 3 a.m. to like 9 a.m., and I'm just like cl- I clean the hood vents every week. Ooh. I wipe down our ovens. Um, I I bleach our drains, run boiling water down the drains. Like our we're big on cleanliness, so there's no way we could do with how we are. You know, yeah, being yeah, a mom yeah. and pop. If we had like a a whole staff that ran it. But we're, you know, Meredith and I, our favorite place to be in this business, like in the trenches with our people. Mm. So when, when you come in, yeah, yeah, we can hire that stuff out. So when you come in, like I'm either cooking, she's making biscuits or we're serving food. We're, we're involved. You know, we're always, we're always in. So So don't smell like mop water when I walk. No, no, I would literally let anybody in the world tour our kitchen and take pictures, post it. I don't even care. Any square inch of it in the fridges, freezers, everything's labeled, tidy, neat. We're pretty hardcore about it. So you can't, you just can't do seven days a week if you do that. Because I always thought it was just like people just just from like a stress standpoint it's just like you know why why do i have to do seven days if we're more yeah. than sustainable yeah keep our sanity on top of that right it is yeah. nice to have a day that you don't have to worry about yeah employees being there being open yeah customer mm-hmm. you know i can imagine y'all do still like being there right oh we love yeah. it yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah we love that that's why we can't do seven days if we did seven <laughs> days i'd be there we will like get him a little cut. force ourselves to leave because like on a you know think of like a saturday when we're really busy um we're there i'm there at three i go she comes in at like five and then once it gets to like three o'clock, I mean, you're dead. This business is crazy busy, especially with our with the way that we set up our demand, that ticket time. Mm-hmm. It's got to be fast paced. And so I have to force myself every day to leave at like 930 or between nine and 10 and just go home for like 30 minutes or an hour, sit down, <laughs> just little, relax yeah. for Stretch. a minute. And, yeah. And oh, we know what that break is for, man. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Take one of those breaks too. <laughs> relax a little bit. Yeah. Got to. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because this is some. Um, I, I just always noticed that that 
burnout is just like like a thing yeah. for people. But I don't think it it is for y'all because you actually like I don't want to say like care. That's kind of like cliche, but like yeah. you, the the details that you guys that you, everything is just so detailed. Because again, you cleaning like that, I'm like yeah, this this business not going nowhere. <laughs> we don't think so. And I mean, I don't I don't think I can get burnt down on this. Like it's love. Yeah. I just love. love. It's like yeah. we start talking about biscuits and gravy. Get, like I get excited still. <laughs> like like I was saying, I still order biscuits and gravy if we are able to go somewhere. I'm always ordering it. So like I I just don't see like I was getting burnt out when I was in in, in the insurance business though when I owned my insurance mm-hmm. book and I was doing the same shit and the place I worked at like when I started there we were doing like X revenue. When I left we were like double triple what we were doing mm-hmm. and I mean I was like putting in that grind and then at the end of it none of it was mine it's not yours it wasn't mine even though i owned my book it wasn't really it wasn't really mine so i've seen the other side of that you know and i know what's at stake do you that was kind of like it's on subject but off subject do you remember the first thing you two cooked for each other Ooh, mine had to be breakfast when we got when we first got together i made breakfast every day it's crazy when we yeah, got when did. we first got together was when i really started curating this passion because my whole life i had cooked and it was like a secret hobby like you know when people say you ever heard like 50 cent i just heard a quote by him he said if you want to chase your dreams don't tell people about them yeah, yeah, yeah i heard it, it like something like that and so so like i never told anyone about my cooking growing up like none of my my friends are like you own a restaurant now when did you ever cook <laughs> you know? yeah, they're like, where did this come from but my my girlfriends knew i could cook because i'd always cook you know like pasta alfredo or like whatever you know and, yeah. and so we when we got together that was like when i really started like writing stuff down and it, Everyday breakfast for me. Yeah. Well, and then you made something. What and you, you made me. What did you? You baked. Yeah. You baked like. Oh my cookies. chocolate chip cookies. Oh my god. That's man. what got him. <laughs> yeah, chocolate chip cookies. That like that is my weakness. They're so good. Yeah, I love chocolate. chip But you chip made cookies. something at your mom's house. I think steak. Yeah, I cook a mean steak. Yeah, it was like steak. And I mean, potatoes. you know, it's like that's like the ste- mm. a, a ribeye, mm-hmm. a three egg omelet. Um. Like there's like three things if you can't yeah if you can't cook that I'm gonna go pancakes yeah pancake if you can't make a good pancake you know I'm gonna look at you funny yeah absolutely (laughs) and if you pull out the bisquick it's it's over I just said the other day I'm like I don't I don't like anything in jars um, boxes it's like I, I will physically assault you like don't right. don't yeah. bring it to me like I don't want it like well, well like, there's so much like crap in all that like yeah. preservatives Pro- yeah. and I won't even drink oat milk anymore cause it's like 50% potassium sorbate and other preservatives really oh yeah that's, it's like canola oil I've, I've bought oat milk twice and I've yet to use it it, mm. I, I, it loses its appeal every time I buy it mm-hmm. I'm like you know what I should be drinking this. I used to use it for smoothies, but I stopped. And I just started just using, like, regular water or coconut water. That's a better it, idea. And yeah. then, like, I'd throw, like, a little bit of, like, Greek yogurt in. Plain yeah. Greek oh, yeah. yogurt. And, and that made a world of difference. Yeah. Like, the oatmeal, it, it, it tastes great because it's, it's just loaded with stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, it's got sugar. But I didn't, I didn't feel well. Well, even, like, our pick, like you said, jars, like, our pickled stuff mm-hmm. is, like, mostly just vinegar. Right, and right, right. Not, not anything like, but vinegar is not awesome for your probiotic system. It's better to have like a salt fermentation, 
which is how we do pickling, but I ferment with salt, and mm-hmm. then I'll pickle with a little bit of vinegar on top of that, boiled water and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, it's 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 hard because there's so many things hidden in our in our products. Like our our U.S. <laughs> foods rep, man, he. This guy named Ron, he's awesome. He's a, he used to be a chef at a country club, and I, I must drive him crazy because <laughs> one time he came in with some, like, Mike's Hot Honey or something. I looked at it, I was like, why would honey have citric acid in it? He goes, what do you mean? I go, dude, get this out of here. <laughs> he's laughing around. He's yeah. like, I just thought you like hot honey. I'm like, I know you're doing your job. <laughs> no pre-made stuff, no no preservatives. Get that out of here. We don't need that. Because the hot honey, you, you make your own. We right? make our own. Yeah. What? Hot honey, all you do is add garlic, garlic, yeah. and it ferments on its own. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, it's funny because like it's almost harder to do all that stuff than it is to just boss. Yeah. Like we just started making our own tortillas for our burritos <sighs> because yeah, we're ma- we're getting these tortillas, and I end up looking at the back of the ingredients like forty ingredients. And the thing is so long, it's supposed to just be, well, we do flour, but it should just be flour, fat, salt, water. That's it. There should be four ingredients. They got like vegetable oil, niacin, like all those ingredients. (laughs) Not necessarily everything's bad. Like there's a lot of stuff that sounds bad that's not bad, bad for you, but it's almost unnecessary. Yeah. I feel if I can't pronounce it, I'm like, right, I'm going to stay away from this. <laughs> yeah, it's suspicious. I'm, I'm taking this as disrespect. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At that point. Yeah. That, that, I most I've done is just tortilla chips, like my own tortilla chips. Mm, but, yum. Mm. But the, I'm, I'm intimidated by flour, though, except outside of breakfast. I was, food. too, before this. And I, I have to, I have to like, play with it to, like, kind of get comfortable. Biscuits, and, as far as I go with flour. I, I think I've made... It's a chef's pastry. That's why it's... It's so easy. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, I hate baking. It's too close to, like, feeling like I'm in school and science class. <laughs> that's, and that's, yeah, that's why I bake. That's why I love cooking, but yeah. it's like, I have to be too precise. Yeah, I love eating baked goods, yeah. but baking, I just, my mom is just. Try some, sh- some quick breads, like a biscuit's a quick bread, like stuff that you don't have to, like, yeast or rise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll help you get into it, because like you said, bi- biscuits yeah. are easy. Yeah, because eventually easy. I want to I want to make a good piece of dough. I want to be able yeah, to make a great dough. Yeah, we yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, like, I I think I made a biscuit in home ec, like, homemade. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, of course, that was when I was a teenager, and I was stupid, and I was very <laughs> chauvinistic, like, <laughs> Not a woman. Why am I yeah. cooking? Like you know, like like what is this? I, I want to go to gym. Like yeah, you know, right. like, like I don't need to do this. You know, and then but like full circle was just like I was like, oh my gosh! Like I wish I did it then, like where I took an interest to it instead of like because you have like a lot of external things when you're like a teenager where you're like going into college and stuff like that. Oh yeah. So that that persuades yeah like your decision making, and I always looked at. Like Mo said, bacon is just kind of just very just strict. Yeah. Like, I can't experiment, kind of. Like, it's kind of like, but once I, I think once I, again, play around with flour and stuff like that, I'm like, all right, I could try a little bit, but I have this much room for error. Like, yeah. (laughs) But a a good way to do, so that, that is crazy to say that because, like, when we started this, I had, I did not bake. I, we had, this is funny. 
random story, but at the venture capital firm I worked at, they did this mm-hmm. thing where like everybody bring in their favorite food. Mm-hmm. And I was so scared to actually cook everyone the biscuits and gravy I make that I did like store bought, like I bought like oh. chocolate chip cookie and then cut it and baked it, like over baked the cookies, messed them up. <laughs> and it was terrible. And I could not bake when we got into this. Meredith did the biscuits and I, I didn't yeah. bake our own biscuits for like the first few months or so. Yeah. And then I started making them. But a way, if you look up on Google, like a dough hydration chart mm-hmm. with percentages, baking, it's not like, there's a lot of ways to make it easier. Like if you, you could look up like a hydration chart that just says like biscuits, brioche, croissants, et cetera. And it tells you the percentages of flour versus liquid. Mm. And, mm. and we use that with our biscuits when we're trying to like interchange recipes. We're like, okay, so we need this much flour, this much fat, okay. this much liquid, salt, a rising agent, et cetera. And so that helps baking a lot. And, mm. um, yeah, sense. baking's kind of scary though. Yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Especially when you try to go like, <laughs> it sounds simple, but like making one pancake versus trying to cook pancakes for like a couple people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Like, huge right, difference. Even yeah. like the first pancake is never going to come out like the second one. <laughs> Especially if you use it just one skillet. I'm, I was one, cooking off one skillet, so mm-hmm. it's like I got this big batch of batter, and now I got to repeat this technique 12 times because mm-hmm. I got six nieces and nephews over there want pancakes. Right. Yeah. Somebody ain't pancake going to look. Somebody going to be scraping on the, on the side. Yeah. Well, that that's hard. That's a hard part about transitioning home cook skills to yeah. a restaurant. And yeah, the volume. Yeah, I understand that yeah. pain because I just went through that. Because you cook 12 pancakes at one time at the same heat, and, you know, over the same temperature on a flat surface. I don't have that at the grill. Right. Yeah. yeah, but you get those. So I did that electric plug-in griddle. Okay. Yeah, that's what oh, I did. Oh, yeah, you got to get one of those, man. Yeah. Because I did that a couple office. weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a good. Talk about yeah. yeah, it just it changed cheater. everything. Yeah, cheater yeah. hack. It's like, man, how'd you cook all that pancakes so well? Because <laughs> yeah. when I was doing it just on my stove, my stove is old and it just, I just couldn't do anything. It was just like, all right. Yeah. It was like most saying is like, all right, one of you got, one of you going to have a Ja Rule pancake. Like it's just, it's just, so, <laughs> like, it's just, just like this. Like it is. Like, I'm sorry, guys. It's burn. It's I'm sorry, guys. Like, don't hate me. Don't hate me. That's hilarious. Now, like, now, of course, the brick and mortar. That did that make everything easier for you all once you got it? Once you got settled in, where it was just like, yeah, yes and no. I mean, yeah. the food came there, so you know, so that was great yeah, delivery. Because when we were doing the commissary, we'd get deliveries at. We also we own Tropical Moose in Kirkwood too. It's a, a Hawaiian shaved ice stand, and we mm-hmm. have a location at the Kirkwood Park. And so I just use that to store stuff there. <laughs> I didn't really ask anybody. Yeah. Hopefully Kirkwood doesn't care. But I was getting like food deliveries yeah, we get there. Deliveries. <laughs> I don't think we have too many Kirkwood listeners. Yeah. Right. Right. It should be good. It should be good. Q, we have y'all stand by to uh, mute some things. Right. <laughs> so I'm like getting deliveries there, storing our stuff there, like fridges, freezers, we're good mm. to go. And then I'd go pick it up in the morning, drive it to the commissary, drop it off. And yeah, so that, like that, the logistics is a lot easier. Yes. Um, doing the food trucks event is kind of hard just because now we have such early morning service. And so if we have a food truck event, just know anybody, 
I was there at like one in the morning that day <laughs> and got everything ready and then left because the food truck event starts when our service starts. Mm-hmm. So I have to be ready before my crew gets there. First one comes in at 5 a.m. and immediately we use the ovens. So mm-hmm. I got to be out of there and, and rocking and rolling. But, and so <clears throat> it made some stuff harder, but... Fortunately for us, we were busy enough at the brick and mortar that we didn't have to worry, you know, worry about the food truck. So, is so. is the prep time hard for you guys day to day when you open? Mm. It's a it's a rush. Mm. It's a rush getting in, because our our gravy maker he gets in at five. Um, he's really a garmage chef. Does like a lot of different stuff, not just gravy. But he gets in I'll at five. Yeah, gravy maker, the gravy chef. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Mike. Role. Mike's a rock star. He does a really good job, and he's really like curated my gravy recipe too. And now he like comes up with some ideas and stuff every now and then, and he loves it cooking it. So, but yeah, he gets in at five, and then our protein chef she comes in at six. Next one's at six thirty, so we open at seven. So like. When she comes in at six, usually I'll have some of the proteins ready for her and stuff. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's a bit of a rush. Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a rush in the morning. Mm-hmm. We like, can't make a lot of mistakes, yeah. right? Yeah, because the prep time is always like I'm, again <clears throat> YouTube. I'm just watching these yeah. chefs yeah. like do their prep time. Like man, that's like strenuous, but they're so locked in and everything is just precise. Yeah, like it's super precise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, unfortunately for us too, we're able to prep a lot in advance. Like with biscuits, you. You want cold butter, so yeah. mm. you can shred it, like, Put it up and a couple it. days yeah. ahead. Yeah, like, we'll be shredding butter the, the for the week on Tuesdays of all our butter. Sh- for the most part, most of our butter shredded, like, Do batches have, like, a, out. a certain butter source y'all only go to? Like, it's the only person I buy my butter from. Honestly, right now, it's it's where we can get good pricing because, mm-hmm. like... Yeah, the pricing the, <clears throat> on it has increased. Well, it's... It, it, oh, it, tons. It, it, what happens is the pricing now is so volatile. Now, like, like this week, a butter was 128 50 a case or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, like, two weeks ago, it was, like, 136 Well, one week, Christmas week, I think it was, like, 160 Yes. 170 yeah. So, like, yes and no. Like sometimes I'll just order from a we we use three locations to get our food four actually we use Farmstead where we get all of our milk we use all local dairy rolling lawns and then Heritage Creamery we get our we get buttermilk from a heavier fat buttermilk mm. and um, but other than that we get like some of our we get stuff all over the place because I'll go. And get stuff at Sam's or Walmart if I have to because it's cheaper. But again, you mm-hmm. know, like we're really driving the budget down. <clears throat> like, did you guys ever imagine like this would be the position that you would be in? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny. It though, depends but I, when. I know, but I did find my mom dropped off like a oh, box yeah. of stuff that you know I had when I was a kid or like little projects that I'd done mm-hmm. and. It, it was from sixth grade, and it was a book that I'd made, and it was, like, all about me. Mm-hmm. And on it, it said, I will own a famous restaurant. <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, so my God. That's wild, because, I, I, you know, I kind of forgot that I really actually did want to do that when I was little. Yeah, really? I kind of lost sight of it. You, got, and, you yeah. spoke it into the universe at that age. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and forget it. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. 
Well, <laughs> speaking of the set and forget it, isn't that what Emerald's doing now? Yeah. I was I like growing up watching Emerald and I watched literally watched Gordon Ramsay go from like a young chef growing up in the business. So I don't know. For me it's like I don't know that I ever saw myself doing it, but mm. I always knew I wanted to. Yeah. I always wanted to be in a kitchen. Even like yeah. when I went through hard times when I was younger, kitchen, like cooking food. My mm. family and I, we always food was the thing like we bonded over it yep. <clears throat> you know if if, if we yeah it's just like spiritual in a way yeah. so but what would the the younger versions of you guys be most proud of seeing you today oh i think i would say so i was really really shy like really yeah. really shy like didn't want to talk to anyone was like had no confidence was scared of everything i don't know mm. why but my mom tells stories about you know we would go somewhere and i'd hide behind her <laughs> leg and i just i was so self-conscious conscious really all the way up until college mm. um and i just didn't have that much confidence so i feel like my younger self would be pretty proud You're putting yourself out there yeah yeah for me it's a lot of things honestly i was a troubled kid man I didn't turn in homework. I'd skip school as much as I could, you know, like just irresponsible, like uh, procrastinator. Mm. You know, now like I journal, I write stuff down, um, I meditate. You know, I think I would be most proud of like controlling my mental and like mm. having that focus to be able to learn and curate something that I actually love. Because if I had, if I had been like, I think back to my childhood. I was a really good wrestler and I like never made it out of sectionals, never made it out of regionals because I just couldn't focus on it. And mm. and so now I think I've got that like mental capacity where I I think that's what I'd be most proud of. Yeah. And cooking just kind of kind of tunneled it to that or brought you to that, you would say? I think I honestly I really think so I had I told you I owned that insurance business mm -hmm. and it had an X value and I ended up getting paid Y, which was like eight percent of what it really was worth mm -hmm. and it financially put us in a really bad spot and so i think it, like we personally financially went through a lot of not a lot a couple rough years mm -hmm. where it was a little dicey and uh i think i just realized like i i this like this i really can screw up insurance so if i'm gonna screw something up I might as well do something I really love because mm. at least I can be happy. And I look back on those years, man, I was like 6 a.m. up. If I went out and partied, I'd sleep on the floor in my office. Like my assistants woke me up a couple times. They're like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I knew I had a meeting. I couldn't miss it. And so I, I look back and I think I just did all this grinding and slaving for nothing and, and just lost it. So, and I wasn't happy. I didn't love insurance. So... There's no fulfillment in no it. Payout. Yeah, not for me. You know, people get fulfillment out of it, but yeah, no like, no like mental payout. Like yeah. the I was yeah. making money. I was making good money. Mm -hmm. um, I was making like fifteen thousand a month when I was really hitting it, mm -hmm. and so money was great. I mean, it was, but I lost it all. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah. and it's not um, like it's not stressful. And like you said, unfulfilled. Like, unfulfilling, stressful. How much is that worth? Dude, yeah. they, and, and like clients were always there. Mm -hmm. You know, now it's like, oh, you didn't like the biscuit and gravy. Oh, shoot. Okay, see you later. <laughs> I mean, I still love you, but I don't have to talk to you again. Mm. You know, 
That that yeah. That's... Renewal dates and commissions, and if you lose a big account, like you lose a big account, and you're like, oh hey, okay, so now I'm making nothing next month. <laughs> <laughs> Chargebacks, like There's man, just, yeah, certain tie stress. Man, it's not yeah. for me. It's not for me. It, uh, that's amazing, man. It's just all it's a, uh, it's all uh finding like your right task. Cause again, mm-hmm. it's like you're saying, like I love building things. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you're happy making the mistakes, that's when you know what's for yeah. You. When you're happy yeah. making the mistakes, yeah. yeah. Like yeah, you got to f- success is failure, right? I mean, that's mm-hmm. like was that the whole like Kobe quote or whatever it was like or Michael Jordan, Michael where it's Jordan, like you, yeah. if you don't su- fail, you won't succeed. And mm-hmm. so speaking on your confidence, like putting yourself out there, and yeah, I mean, it's it's a lot to do. All right, I love it. this is an amazing episode talked about a lot of things food yeah food <laughs> that the beginning went off the rails <laughs> and i personally enjoyed that the most <laughs> that, that's my type of like dark humor like yeah. just just borderline tiptoeing that tightrope that yeah, i love that let them know the uh, address of yeah honeybees. honeybees we're in downtown kirkwood at 200 north kirkwood road um Block away from the train station in the market, mm-hmm. right at Kirkwood and Jefferson. Then social medias too. Oh yeah, uh, that's you. <laughs> yeah, it's me. This is where your confidence comes in. <laughs> right. Honeybees BG is our Instagram. Boom. Honeybees BG. I will be there this week. I'll be there tomorrow. Yeah, yeah matter of yeah, fact, like, you know, real baby uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and uh, I'm gonna try biscuits and gravy for the first time. I love it. Um, definitely gonna have to record that. Oh, oh yeah. My job tried to call me in while we was recording. I'm like, no, I'm getting busy. <laughs> no, no way. I'm busy. Yeah. I ignored the call. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for coming on here, man. This is this is amazing. And I cannot wait to try this try to food tomorrow. Yeah. I'm not eating for the rest of the day.